What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. The Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at myhealthpolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online. I took my time and found the best Medicare Advantage plan for me at MyHealthPolicy.com. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plan, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com. And finally, Michael. I prefer face-to-face, so I chose MyHealthPolicy.com and enrolled on the spot. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including $0 premium plans, or call 1-800-GO-START. That's 1-800-GO-START. MyHealthPolicy.com. Meredith Fiera is a paid endorser. KF Agency operates MyHealthPolicy.com, not connected with or endorsed by the U.S. government or the federal Medicare program. A licensed insurance agent may call. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Is your insurance company forcing you to go back to work when your doctors say you can't? If this sounds familiar, look no further than my law firm. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Loom, speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors took down the Los Angeles Lakers by a score of 111-98 on Thursday night at Scotiabank Arena. Um, it was, uh, quite honestly, for a game involving LeBron James and the Raptors in March, there was very little hype going into it. And, uh, you know, obviously that's because the Lakers are out of the playoff pictures and, you know, they suck. They straight up suck. They did not play well tonight. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, it just, it's just a weird feeling really because, you know, uh, so much of my mental energy uh, as a Raptors fan, as someone that covers the Raptors, has been spent on LeBron, especially at this time of the year, sort of really focusing on, like, you know, a game like this. I remember last year when the Raptors played the Cavs late in the year, right? Um, it was like that barn burn. It was like 132, 129 or something like that. Um, and, and, on, and it ended with, like, a pass over the uh, Kevin Love hitting some corner threes or whatever. But I remember breaking down the video, watching it, like, multiple times and just, like, you know, really, really calculating whether or not the Raptors, you know, could do something to the Cavaliers finally in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, you always looked at these games as, like, the ultimate measuring stick was the last time you played LeBron. But now, like, just, it has no meaning. <laughs> LeBron literally got tired of beating up on the Raptors and dipped. And, um, you know, from that perspective, it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of sad, really. I, well, I would have really liked to see this team, this current version of the Raptors, go up against, you know, LeBron's Cavs. Um, to be honest, I'm not even entirely sure if the Raptors could have beaten that team with their current roster the way it is. And I know that's crazy because Raptors made all these additions, but that's just how good LeBron is. Although right now, LeBron, 
man, those are some those are some MTS twenty nine points if there's even a way to say that. But anyway, to the game itself, um, you know, it, Raptors were just clearly in control this whole time. Um, they took an early lead. They held it. Um, the Lakers never really made much of a run. The uh, I, I really thought LeBron would come on strong against the Raptors bench because the Raptors were missing a couple pieces. You know, Kyle out with that uh, ankle injury that he sustained uh, against the Cavaliers. Um, you, you figure he's kind of, you know, a game-time decision kind of thing. But it's nice to see Kyle finally getting some rest because the man deserves it. Um, you know, um, obviously, Serge Ibaka was suspended, so he wasn't in this game. And the Fred Van Lead is still recovering. I thought he had actually taken the wrap off his wrist, but he, there was also a shot of him on the bench today with the the wrap, the wrap or the cast on. I'm not really sure which one it was, so... I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Hopefully he returns in a week. But, um, yeah, so the Raptors were playing real shorthanded. And so um, the the biggest the biggest impact was felt on the bench because the Raptors opened up yeah, the second quarter with Chris Boucher, um, you know, playing heavy minutes. OG was out there. You know, uh, McCaw was out there. Powell was out there. And, and Pascal. And, you know, on the other side, you got LeBron. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, honestly, I don't think LeBron tried very hard in this game. Um, he didn't really look that engaged. Uh, and, um, yeah, I mean, even the bench unit held their own, even like Boucher got a couple of nice defensive plays against LeBron. Um, the one guy that actually got the Raptors some trouble was Rajon Rondo. Uh, I thought he did a really good job of just running the team, but then you look at the, the box score there and the man was a man, a minus 15 in 30 minutes. Um, the assists were nice though. He was, he was kind of breaking down the Raptors at the point of attack and, and getting into the paint and then kicking it out and stuff. But, um, yeah, the Raptors bench held on strong, mostly thanks to Norman Powell, who, man, this is probably his best game of the year. I mean, 20 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, 7 on 14 uh, from the field, hit three threes, his first three threes, and then, you know, cooled off. But, um, yeah, that's a great game. 24 minutes for Norm uh, as the number one option off the bench. Was really confident and aggressive with his offense, uh, especially when he first checked into the game. You know, was red hot from deep. I think he had 12 points just in the first quarter alone. And then the rest of the game, he kind of sustained himself off, like, transition plays and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, overall, you know, it was a good game. Good, really good game from Norm, and Kind of an important one because, again, the bench is really lacking. Like, when I list out those names, <laughs> you know, that's it's not what you want to see from the Raptors. Obviously, they're, they're very deep, but, you know, you lose three rotation pieces. This is what happens, right? Um, you know, Norm held on strong. Uh, Kawhi ended the first half with a running... Um, Banked in, no, it wasn't even banked in three. It was a straight on three. Uh, you know, you know that that famous game winner Dwayne Wade had when he like stole the ball off John Salmons and then ran the length of the floor and then uh and hit a running three and then jumped on the table and said, "This is my house." First off, peak Dwayne Wade, very very fun to watch. But yeah, that's basically what Kawhi did, except he had two guys on him, uh, and he had like three seconds to go the other way. And um, the, f- the funny thing with Kawhi is just there's no reaction whatsoever. Like like any other player hitting a running uh, three pointer to beat the buzzer right before half would you know do some kind of celebration, smile, like turn back, try to like you know suck up the limelight, you know high five his teammates, you know make sure the cameras get him and everything like that. Literally all Kawhi did was put his hand up, signifying it was a three point shot, which it was, and then head straight to the bench. Literally, he, I think he was like the second or third guy into the locker room, like. It's just it's just funny. Obviously, no emotion as well. But yeah, I mean, you know, Lakers didn't really put on a, uh, much of an effort in the second half. Um, they only had 14 points in the fourth quarter, which is really weird because Raptors didn't even play Jeremy Lin in the fourth quarter. They didn't play Danny Green in the fourth quarter. They didn't play Marcus Saul in the fourth quarter. 
Um, Gasol looked like he actually had a bit of a like a shoulder thing. He was holding it for a little bit in the third quarter. Kind of got banged up, you know, going for a loose ball with Kyle Kuzma. Um, but the Raptors didn't play, you know, most of their vets. They, you know, they, they brought Kawhi back in and Pascal kind of played. But for the most part, they closed the game with OG, Norm, McCaw. Eric Moreland got into the game. Uh, you know, he just signed a 10-day contract. He got to finish out the final five minutes of the game. And it wasn't like the Raptors had, like, you know, this 20-point uh, lead or whatever. Yeah, and, and there was still LeBron on the other side, right? Like, um, you just would have figured that Nurse would have... Uh, at least I would have thought that Nurse would have played it safe, but... He uh, held out his vets. He let the young guys close it out. And quite honestly, LeBron didn't really have enough juice to... Man, the guy was, like, struggling to score against Eric Moreland. It was weird. It's weird to see LeBron the way he is right now. You know? It's just, like, when a guy devastates your life, you at least hope that they continue devastating your life just because, you know, um, at least that's consistent that way, right? You don't want to just see them, like, stop caring about that. But, um, yeah, LeBron just doesn't care anymore. And, uh, yeah, I mean... The Raptors didn't either. They put Eric Moreland out against LeBron. So, a couple things to take away from this game. Um, you know, not too much, really, to be honest. But a couple things. Uh, one, I like that uh, Kawhi actually, you know, guarded LeBron. Normally, Kawhi would uh, take some shifts off defensively uh, against some easier uh, opponents. I think part of that was probably that it was on TNT. And, uh, you know, you always want to play your best on national TV, but also, I think part of it was also just a game plan in terms of just, you can't have Pascal guard LeBron, you know, uh, with the starters, and then ask Pascal to anchor the bench unit, to play backup center, and also to be the main option on the be- for the bench, and then also, on top of that, guard LeBron, so you gotta make some concessions there, and Kawhi picked it up, you know, he guarded LeBron for a lot of possessions there, and, and to be honest, like, you know, LeBron didn't really want to go at Kawhi, it just... There's kind of no point in it, you know? Like, most players just don't want to do it. Um, so that was nice to see. Uh, obviously, you, you want to see Kawhi, you know, uh, be fully utilized defensively. It's, it's, it's uh, you know, because obviously, you know, two-time defensive player of the year and stuff like that. Pascal, like I mentioned, uh, you, you got to hang, you got to tip your hat to him, honestly, because this is a, a really exhausting shift by him. He, look, he only shot 3 of 16 from the field, but, uh, and 0-4 from deep, but... Honestly, man, like, he had to do so much on both ends of the floor. Like, I, I feel bad for him. Like, um, you know, again, he had to, you know, play with the starting unit, play with the bench. Like, he had to play so – he played 39 minutes in a game that was otherwise a blowout. But the thing is, he was needed because it's not like you can really extend Boucher or Moreland's minutes. Like, those guys give you 13 minutes off the bench. But Gasol only played 26. So, you still had to fill a lot of minutes at center. You still have him in the starting and closing lineups. And then – um, you know, I just thought that uh, Pascal, I don't think he fully had as much energy going up offensively. You know, he came up short in a couple of shots. He still got to the free throw line, so he was still determined to get, I mean, he got 12 free throws. That, that's, that's really nice to see. Um, but really the, the one area where Pascal didn't really let his energy wane was defensively. He still got two steals, two blocks, uh, was really active on that end. So, you know, given an option, you, you would obviously trade, a couple of you know, you know, shanked layups for some really, really inspired defensive play, and um, you know, Pascal some nice blocks, and uh, yeah, just credit to him for having to work so hard in this game. Gasol got to start with this, uh, you know, with Surge out, still didn't play extended minutes. I'm, it's still a little bit curious. Nurse said he was fine with the shoulder, but it doesn't really quite make sense to me why you would want to get an extended look at Eric Moreland. I mean, the guy rebounds. That's you know, he's a big body. It's, it's kind of standard stuff, but. 
Um, while he was out there, Gasol, pretty effective with his offense. Uh, I like that he took a lot more jumpers today. He First off, he took 10 shots in 26 minutes. That's not usually the case. He he really has been you know passing off a lot of shots. He took four threes finally as a Raptor. Um, that's something where, I mean, he hit two, but... Seriously, I don't care if he hits zero. Like, he has to take these shots. Like, these open threes that he's been passing up in favor of swinging the ball. Some of it's nice of him being unselfish or whatever. But, like, also, like, you just... The Raptors need him to space the floor. They need him to be able to hit these jumpers. We know he can hit these jumpers. He's a good shooter. He just hasn't taken many of them. But uh, today he took them. I don't see... I want to see him average four threes a game. Period. Like, attempts. Like, just... You know, hoist him up, man. He's he's uh, you're a good shooter. You should shoot the ball. And when he stretches the floor, it really helps everyone else in terms of just like opening a lane for Pascal to drive, for Kawhi to drive, for Kyle to drive and stuff. So, otherwise, you know, regular Gasol game, seven rebounds, four assists, two steals, plus seventeen in twenty six minutes. I thought McGee got the better of him a couple times on just some hustle plays, but overall, Gasol just dominated him and had a good game. Uh, Jeremy, uh, eh, I don't know. I mean, he had nine points and seven rebounds, but it's, I don't know. It just feels really underwhelming watching him right now. Um, and then the bench I mostly talked about. So in terms of your three stars, I'm going with uh, I'm going with Norm number one. Uh, it's just a rare opportunity for Norm to get it. But twenty points, seven uh, twenty points, eight rebounds, two assists, two steals, and a block off the bench. Seven of fourteen shooting, three triples. Uh, four trips to the free throw line in 24 minutes. That's very good. You can't ask for anything more from Norman Powell. Uh, second star, I'm giving that to Kawhi, I guess. 25 points, eight rebounds, four assists, two steals. Uh, eight to 20 from the field. He honestly got kind of got shorted on a couple free throws, but I, I'm not going to complain. The Raptors shot 29 free throws tonight. Um, you know, was pretty good from deep, five of eight. Obviously, had that running uh, three at the end, but overall, I mean, just. You know, this is kind of an average Kawhi game, but that's just kind of all it took in this one to get the victory. And then third sub going to Pascal just because this man had to work really hard. He had to work really hard. He had to work harder than everyone else tonight. And, uh, you know, there's something to be said about that. So in terms of the John Henderson Award, I'm very tempted to give it to LeBron as slander, but uh, no, that will be rude. That will be rude. Can't talk shit about your dad. So um, give it to Alex Caruso, who very much looks like a dad. Man, that guy is... He, that, that man is balding fast. Like, it's... Yeah, but anyway, I mean, I, I've actually always liked this game, you know? Um, you know, a wiry guy. Pretty good defensively, actually. Uh, good instincts as well. 16 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. I've never really understood why he's consistently been a G League guy. Like, he is definitely a rosterable NBA player. He's very smart. He can shoot a little bit. Like, but most for the most part, he's just like... He's like a Macaw type. You know, but McCaw with a little bit more offense and not as much defense. Like that's that's not bad. That's that's a serviceable player. So um shout out Caruso with his sixteen five five, five of seven shooting with a three, five free throw attempts as well. Gave honestly gave the Lakers a big boost in the first half uh, until the Raptors sort of um you know put the clamps to him in the second half. But still, good game by Caruso. And uh yeah, that does it for the podcast. Um, you know, stay safe out there, guys. Peace. The Home Depot's Holiday Gift Center has great gifts for any doer on your list and the best prices of the year just for you. On top-rated brands like DeWalt, RYOBI, Milwaukee, and Makita. Right now, the DeWalt Atomic Drill and Impact Combo Kit is just $149, normally $229. Order online for easy in-store pickup or delivery. The Holiday Gift Center, in-store and online. And Black Friday prices now through December. Gift giving improved. From the Home Depot, how doers get more done. U.S. only, Wasp Buzz Last, C-Store for details.